You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. way better <laughs> there's nothing else you can say it's just uh, chase are you uh is this you extending that out for everybody so if they have re- uh, recommendations for your grandpa's nude yoga that they can yeah you know I, i'll let them know dm uh, chase at boss <laughs> so what about what about hot nude yoga hot nude yoga would be even better there would be some interesting smells but I'm sure whatever. I'm for sure about especially that. Especially yoga, my grandpa. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure whatever yoga my grandpa would do would turn into hot yoga. He'd be so sweaty. <laughs> All right, I, I'd I'd try hot yoga. It's supposed oh, to be like a heck of a button. workout. I can barely do regular yoga. Welcome to the Boss Hugger Libby Podcast. This is episode number ninety three of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill, and I'm joined today by co-hosts. Mr. Dakota Davis and Chase Payton. Today's episode will be featuring Mr. Justin Juice Kelly of the Juice in the Morning podcast. Uh, we were on there just a few weeks ago talking with uh, him and his co-hosts as well. Today we're going to be talking about uh, Donald Trump's weird week in Washington, D.C., and we will also be talking about uh, some uh, weird Mexican birthday traditions <laughs> and whether or not snowflakes have ruined it. Are you allowed to say Mexican? Yeah, you're totally cool to say Mexican. I think it's supposed to be Hispanic. Or Latin. Latinx. Yeah, but you don't say Hispanic restaurant. Latinx? You say, you say Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a Mexican I feel, restaurant. I'm no worried. <laughs> uh, this show is about our lives in rural Indiana. As always, we promise our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. Did something a little bit different today. We had about 15, 20 minutes of uh, fun banter that you normally find on the front end of that show. That is now there for our very valued Patreon folks. If you want to catch that, uh, the video and the audio are available to all of the Patreon folks, patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. Uh, so we, we do have to thank, uh, thank everybody that's a part of that. Uh, we had another fun little, uh, little add-in for those guys. Yeah. Producer Chris Guffey is with us tonight. You, you spent Christmas Eve on a mat. Yes, yes, uh, for six minutes. And you lasted six minutes. Well, it lasted 2.44 first, and then I tapped. <laughs> then the other three minutes and 15 seconds I lasted. Yeah, we're good. You tapped four times. Four times. He was getting you with minutes. that triangle. Yeah, it, it was deadly. And <laughs> I know what it was, and I talked to Kate about it. And really what it was is my cardio was catching up to me because I'm fat and I'm lazy. And then I noticed that I was just leaving myself out there for Kate to just put me to sleep. How many times did you watch the video back to, to, see what, to study yourself? Once, twice. Three times a lady? Maybe. I'll never tell. <laughs> was there was there an over under on how many times he would tap? No, no, there wasn't. We didn't take bets because we didn't expect him to last the, the two twenty four. Nobody did. Actually, uh, I believe Jeremiah owes Chase ten dollars. Do I? Yes, I, I think you did. I said I bet ten. I bet you ten bucks that he'd last a minute. There we go. You know what? You keep that. <laughs> no, I got. Hey, no. What, what's the offer? What? What's Sweetness, tell me why I shouldn't give you $10 right now and get you out of my life forever. Because you're going to be driving him to Chicago for the gas money? <laughs> yeah, put it, put it towards my gas money. That's a good move, actually. Yeah, I, I'm helping you out, Chase. Thanks. You just remember that. We're driving the Tahoe. 
Oh, so he needs like another 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but gas is under two bucks a gallon. I if you can that. find it right now, I think, I think all of the gas stations, the power is out in this town. We have the emergency backup generator going here at Boss Home Studios. I think Studios. it's the first time since I started driving, I've seen it under $2. Really? Yeah. Where'd yeah. you see it under two oh, at? McCordsville. No, the Conoco at uh, Maine and Broad, <laughs> and Bundy. All I've seen is like For those of you listening locally, 213. <laughs> $1.99. All right, yeah. So we had a, a Christmas gift to the Patreon people. I went on to Patreon today and restructured the reward system, uh, added some things Bait in. switch. Took some things out. I think it's, I think it's better now than it was before, uh, personally. Uh, we got some really cool stuff coming. Uh, I got these really neat postcards. I made them today, which uh, they're a postcard, but like the front end is a, is a high-quality uh, photograph and a bunch of stuff, and it looks like it's um, neat. It's really it looks cool. like Dakota Inception, where you're just like, "How many times can I put my own image on this thing?" <laughs> well, since you're always the one taking the selfie, you're much closer to the camera than the rest of us are. So it's like I'm trying to like mess with the mess with the angle of the photograph before I put it in there. It took a while, but it looks good. I'm I'm happy with it. I think it makes a good post. It's very impressive, but it looks like it looks like um like fly vision. All of these pictures, like it, it's like it's like kaleidoscope. Yeah, it's like forty of forty Dakota. of the similar of all of us and our guests. Because after the show is over, we always take a picture. Yeah, and I, I assume to, you took like everyone that was in this studio is what you did or something. Yeah, like that. and I tried to take. See, I tried to mix it up some, where I would do the selfies, and then I would also have the ones where it's us sitting at the table, so it didn't look like it was the same picture. Just yeah, brrr, but. I'm very. I excited. mean, you got the brick wall behind it, so it's, there's not much you can change up. Fantastic. So. But All right. we did that, and uh, it looks good. And then we also want to promote the Amazon wish list. Sold out we, completely. Nobody can buy us anything else. We're done. It was sold out. It, it did all get sold out. We have more um, needs. We do. We always need more. I, I still want asking. to fix the head. I'm, once again, I'm holding in my right hand the headphone deal so that I can <laughs> I can hear you in both ears. So I'll just twist it like I, I'm a seven-year-old oh, no. that did something wrong. Is it like a cable? Yeah, cable I, have a cable, I have a cable uh, problem here. We've replaced that cable like four times. I don't know what Jeremiah. They're all bad cables. You and I. <laughs> yeah, bowling a china shop over here, <laughs> rolling over it with his chair. Yeah, oh yeah. But there I, are there are more cables on the Amazon wish list. There's also a new headphone amp, which might fix that problem as well. And there's a there's some stuff that's like moderately expensive that I felt kind of bad for putting it on there, but then I remembered Craig DeCosta is amazing and bought us that three hundred dollar camera. So I'm like, hey. If Craig can do that, then other people can you pitch in know. the $60 for the headphone amp, right? Absolutely. Plus, plus at my house, we're saving tons of money because the electricity's off right now. So, <laughs> I mean, you never know. That's true. The whole town is out of power. Yeah. So, I haven't gotten a phone call yet. <laughs> people were struggling a lot at the stoplights. I can only imagine. Like when I was on my way here, it was it was very entertaining. We have we a hard have, enough time when they're on with the flashing yellow <laughs> yeah, we arrows. Have, we have flashing <laughs> yellows now. That's been a thing for about a year. And I know there was another car crash today because of them. Okay. People, oh, yeah. people bitching about them. So, yeah. It's, but let's talk about you for a minute, Justin. Uh, or Juice. The Juice. Sorry. Either one. It, Named it's after Orenthal James, <laughs> I assume. Yes. Yes. Well, actually, okay. So I had... A, I had the nickname given to me in high school by a football coach because he had another friend that he coached, or not a friend that he coached, he had a friend in college that was named Justin, and I reminded him of him, and they called him Justin, and then they shortened it to Juice, and it stuck because everybody in my grade at the time thought it like annoyed me 
but secretly I was like, nice. This I'll is like, this. I, this is a nickname. Like I'm like, you know, cause I was a newer kid at the school when I got that nickname. I was like seventh grade. I moved from new Palestine, Indiana to uh, Charlottesville, Indiana. So, so like, went from being a dragon to an Eastern Hancock, like, something. Yeah. Royal. Yeah. And you guys probably had what a the, weird mascot. The most people saw Eastern Hancock, uh, in the state of Indiana play football. Oh yeah, because everybody on I seventy gets to watch you guys play. Yeah, and and honestly, playing there was a was a fantastic time because if you were just a average to above average athlete, you were going to play every down of every football game from your freshman year till nice. you graduated. So I got a, I got a lot of chance to to play football, but um, I mean that's where the nickname came from, and then the idea for having my own podcast, Juice in the Morning, uh, was literally. I got introduced to Joe Rogan, Adam Carolla, those like, you know, perennial all-stars of the podcasting industry. And I was like, man, I really want to do that. Like my dream ever since I was a kid was to be on the radio, be on TV, something like that. And I went to even Ball State for a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit. I spent nine years there. Uh, <laughs> and but, you told me earlier in the medical field, so I said, obviously, you're a doctor. I didn't know they passed those out at Ball State. Exactly. Here uh, it is. Definitely didn't make it to the uh, doctor status. But no, I uh, did a couple of like uh, tryouts while I was there and just realized how bad I was at being off the cuff and things like that because I'd never practiced. I'd never even tried. And I'm one of those people that when I when I learn something, I pick it up pretty quickly. And so finding out that I was immediately terrible at being on camera on air, I was like, well, I'm just never going to do this. So then I spent the rest of my college career learning uh, sales in the telecommunication area and uh, took some time off, went back and forth, all that kind of stuff. But uh, anyways, the, the idea from the podcast came from <clears throat> watching those thinking I could do this from from home, I could figure this out, and uh, I could just, my idea was we're going to go out drinking with our friends, and then we're going to wake up in the morning, because that's where some of our best conversations came, where you were still buzzed from the night before, but you're like kind of hungover, but like some of the most ridiculous off-the-wall conversations would happen <laughs> with that, and that was like my idea for the whole podcast would be, we'd go out Saturday, Sunday morning, we'd wake up do the podcast and just rehash it and and do do exactly what my idea was well obviously it's, it's crazy how many people are scared to get on a microphone they don't want to talk on a microphone but they like they talk oh yeah it'd be great be yeah, great time greg, greg pence is terrified of him my, <laughs> <laughs> my first my first like 10 ep, uh, maybe 15 episodes was just me by myself like just talking and it's terrible. I've deleted them off of all the feeds. Like I don't even let people listen to them. They're still they're still saved, but nobody's listening to that. I don't want anybody <laughs> to hear that. But uh, it it just kind of started that way, and it's just really progressed from there. I mean, we've had insane opportunities to talk to crazy famous people, and it's it's definitely not a show like this. So your listeners, if they want to join the Juice in the Morning podcast, listen. My suggestion is scroll through the. 145 episodes plus that I have, and you will find something that you're entertained by. Kind of like Joe Rogan, just scroll through and like you will see a name that you would like to listen to or talk about or listen yeah, to us talk about. Just skip all those MMA ones. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm getting ready to have somebody on this weekend that's uh, that's very like very exciting for me. But um, no, the like Jake Johnson who was the voice of Spider Man in. The Into the Spider Verse. That's like a big movie right now. It's a like nationally well known movie. He actually came on and was like promoting that, plus just talking to us like a regular dude. And it was 
one of the most exciting experiences when it came to the podcast so far, because all we did was hit him up on Instagram, said, hey, Jake Johnson, would you like to come on the podcast? We're huge fans. Never thought in a million years that anybody would respond because 99% of the time nobody responds. He said, sure, when? And we set a date and did it. So just being able to talk to him and just other people is 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 a really fun time, and that's what the uh, the podcast is all about for us. It's been an incredible medium for us where we've had literally uh, two people have said no. Uh, one person was a repeat guest, the guy that I was running against for you know for his own reasons, didn't want to come back on a couple months ago for uh, for the show. And uh, <laughs> you okay, buddy? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> and then uh, Congress, future Congressman uh, Greg Pence, the Vice President's brother. I uh, didn't want to come on, but he didn't know local media at all. Otherwise, people didn't turn us down. Yeah, uh, if we've asked somebody, they've come on, and it's been it's been crazy, uh, it's been weird. We always talk ourselves up too, like real big. We're like, uh, we've had actors, we've had state senators, and, yeah, and they're like, oh well, okay, I I guess if uh, Mike Kreider did it, I can do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, just listening to like your guys' most recent episode, like that guy has had a pretty exciting interesting life tom saunders yeah and i was like oh my gosh like he's you know talking about stuff and once again i'm also telling your listeners like i'm way underqualified to be here when it comes to like politics and things like that but listening to those episodes actually make me feel like i'm getting a different perspective on podcasting than i've ever had because i don't listen to to it okay (laughs) (laughs) no but most people elected to office aren't qualified either they're just regular people right and that's the I guess the conversation or the way we have our conversations here is it's conversational tone, right? We're talking about real issues, but we're having fun with them and we're having real conversations like we would, you know, like I would have with my friends and like Dakota would have with yeah. his friends. That's one of the things that uh, fans of ours really I, I hear about the most is you're having people on, but it's not like I'm listening to WIBC or something where they have to rush and get everything out and it's there's commercial breaks and all this stuff. It's like you're just sitting down and talking. Right. Like and uh, and you're I, kind of like a fly yeah. on the wall, right? You're a state senator, and I'm just gonna sit here and drink beer and ask you questions that I want to know about your job. Exactly, and I actually even their most recent episode, you guys were talking about the cigarette tax, and as a part time semi smoker, I just wish like you know I had a chance like I was watching on the live or something, I would have posted a message like do whatever you want with that tax because people are going to pay it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, they're just, they, they're going to grumble and bitch about it, but right. then they're going to be like, all right, I'm going to pay $8 for this pack of cigarettes. Right. Yeah. And, but but yeah. It, in it, they'll pretend like it's for smoking cessation, but really what they're trying to do is they just want to take raise money. money. Yeah. Uh, and they and know that a people black, are going to pay for You'll it. create a black market. <laughs> yeah. Somebody will go to Kentucky. One of your buddies will go to Kentucky and be like, yeah, I'll bring back a carton for you. Just give me an extra 10 bucks. Right. And, and we'll go around it. And then Indiana will lose all of that tax money. Yeah, absolutely. You know, New York's over eight bucks a pack. Mm-hmm. I know the pack of cigarettes here in, in, in oh yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the village pantry on the on my route up here has it for like five eighty six. It's on mm-hmm. their sign. So that's, I know a pack of cigarettes is that, but it's eight, nine, ten dollars for a pack of cigarettes in New York State. That's people still crazy, pay it. but then people also bring them over from Canada. They will buy them and then sneak them across. So you create yeah. when you when you and speaking about play with sneaking markets, things across the border, black market. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of smoking, you guys want to do cigars next weekend? Um, <laughs> yes, no, <clears throat> smokeless. Smokeless. I have a, mm-hmm. a new, the new employer says uh, tobacco free, so smokeless. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tobacco free. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, otherwise, they Dude, charge uh, more. Your insurance is uh, crazy if you're smokeless. So you don't just lie on that form. <laughs> <laughs> I would never tell a lie, Juice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just that. I'm I, a- I've, every time they've asked, like, do you, you know, 
partake in tobacco. Absolutely not. <laughs> God, who does that? <laughs> no, Peters. of course not. It is 2018, <laughs> sir. <laughs> it would be a disgusting act. <laughs> Sound like Joe Buck. All right, let's talk about taking things across Joe the border. Joe Buck is a, a football announcer, for those of you like Dakota that <laughs> have no I, idea. I, I, I have no idea. That, <laughs> at this point series. in the show, uh, you just uh, are constantly referencing things that I'm either too young or don't watch sports, and you I think, just move uh, on. I'm like, eh. Do you think Brady's done with? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Michigan Wolverines backup quarterback? Yeah, I'm not going to speak on Brady, but Gronkowski Saint- is definitely oh, yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals quarterback. He looks like a broken man. He's just old. The St. Louis Cardinals moved uh, to Arizona in 1988. Huh. Dumbass. I'm just joking. I, I was talking about the baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> you were uh, awkwardly repositioning. Yeah, I was. I was trying to get us to talk about Donald Trump's weird week in Washington. That's a major mouthful. Donald Trump's weird week in Washington, D.C. I bought you a, a wall. You did? <laughs> yeah. Well, the government... Producer Chris, you want to go get us the wall? I will. I will. The government's currently Bring shut down the wall. because <laughs> of the wall. They uh, they they can't agree on funding for the wall. Uh, they the Senate <laughs> the Senate actually uh, they approved like what one point seven seven trillion one point seven billion dollars for border security, but they said that none of that money could go towards building a barrier on the southern border. So the House uh, actually. Donald Trump was talking to the House, and they actually did approve $5.7 billion for the border wall. So this creates gridlock, right? That's how this happens. And uh, Donald Trump says, unless uh, unless everybody can agree that I'm getting the money for the wall, government's shutting down. And nobody agreed. They met Friday. Uh, the Senate met Friday to try to come to a conclusion, take a vote. They couldn't get the 60 votes for the border wall funding. So then... There was a partial government shutdown Friday at midnight. I have a lot of questions. Jump okay. in. So, first question: What's there right now? Is there nothing? Like, is there nothing on the border? No. So some there's areas, some, some areas. areas have a, some areas have a wall. Some areas are a river. Uh, some areas, some areas are it's just covered by border patrol. A lot of it is private property, which is um, the issue. So right. you know you can't. It, it's a political talking point, in right. my view. The wall. You know, wall to wall, Texas, you know, Atlantic to Pacific, Gulf of Mexico to the Pacific Ocean, building an actual physical wall, very doubtful, and, in and, my view. And I wanted to preface Just this. Just from a guy in I, the I forgot, I forgot to preface this beforehand. The questions I'm asking is not, like, I'm not being sarcastic. Like, if your listeners are listening, I'm not being an asshole. Like, I'm not. I'm asking these because I truly am curious about it because I don't know. And then my backup question is... Uh, <clears throat> They, people from certain sides say the wall, well, building the wall wouldn't even be effective. So then the, I guess the only problem I see is like the, they're, they're worried about the amount of cost for the wall. Correct. Or is it, I mean, uh, the thing about it is is effective, then why care if it's built or not? If you were a animal migration, (laughs) (laughs) that's why it's going to be slots. That's why it's going to be slotted now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, you can, so Bambi a, can get so over. If, you that's a sl- if you've got real narrow, good, not very good birthing hips, you can slip through. <laughs> yeah, correct. But, but it's for the lizards. That's why they spent so much money on blowing lizards with leaf blowers. See if they can get, push them through the slats. 
<laughs> no, the uh, and then the Mexican guy is gonna have to sit stand there with a leaf blower pushing them through. <laughs> That'll be his summer job. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's lizard migration season. He'll be, get getting, the, he'll be getting paid get tax the, the wall. free. By, we gotta push him through. Yeah, he'll be a contractor by the border patrol agent that's supposed to do it, and the border patrol agent will just pay him under the table. Yeah, here you go, five dollars an hour, man. That's it. Rich. Tax free. Yeah, that's rich there. Tax free. But anyway, so back to your question. Yeah, there's not a lot. And uh, the thing with uh, the thing about the cost is that if if you were to be paying for this and you were seeking out individual contractors and they were trying to compete to get your money and your business to pay the wall to build the wall, then it would not be a five point seven billion dollar project. Everything that government touches and tries to do or tries to build. It just automatically gets bloated. Inflated, it's it's kind of yeah. like it, you know you're in the medical industry. It's kind of like we're dealing with insurance companies and how they get how it's constantly being bloated because other people in the that are in that industry like it, it's anything the government touches. It's constantly getting blown out of proportion price wise. Right. That's one of the reasons why we as libertarians are totally against the government trying to get it in and manipulate the market because it always ends up bad. It always ends up with us paying more out of pocket. I've mm-hmm. got an idea. You, you build. This is, if this includes windmills, we're no, turning your mic off. You build two walls, solar but panels. they turn into an aquarium. <laughs> and then you either put crocodiles or sharks inside. So he's talking so about a moat. Yeah, right? you want to go like station. <laughs> it's basically like a huge moat. <laughs> and then on the other side of the moat, we have boiling cauldrons of, of oil. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's taking it too far. Well, your sharks have lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely lasers. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not all covered, but the what they're talking about now is it's going to be slotted. So that basically going to be these giants, these 30 feet tall steel pillars, and they're going to go, what What did they say, like 20 feet down into the ground to try to prevent tunneling as well. And one of the reasons that they're going to do the, the slats is because you can't put a ladder on the slats as effectively as you can a wall. Gotcha. So they're, at least they're trying to think about things, I guess. Like, and and <laughs> the, the last part of the question, or questions about the walls, is there really a massive amount of people that are coming over to the United States every like every day. No. In fact, a lot of our uh, illegal immigration problem is coming from the oceans, not from our southern border. Right. A lot of the people that come from the southern border, uh, the problem really originated because uh, what used to happen was all of these undocumented immigrants, they would come over, they would work in the fields in California, Arizona, whatever, picking fruit, whatever, and they would get paid cash, and then they would just go back to Mexico. A lot, and the Border Patrol knew this, right? They saw them happening. Sometimes they they didn't even try to sneak across. They just went through the the gates or whatever on the roads, and it didn't matter because we had what was called a revolving door policy. That ended up getting shut down. Revolving door did. And now, all of a sudden, people are like, well, we're going over there. We can make more money like we always used to, but we got to stay now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, we're risking even more life and limb to try to get back. Right. And then it's escalated into this issue where now we have the coyotes that are bringing people over and they're cutting people's arms off if they can't make payment and all this. It's it's an atrocity. (laughs) Like there's a lot of horrible things that happen because we decided to make things harder. Right. And it wasn't horrible before. 
So like, I mean, I wasn't alive then, but everything right. I've read says is it, it more wasn't. of a, a people moving drugs over problem. Well, that's that is a big problem. Okay. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about the wall, but yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got us on that tangent. But. Uh, you're you're okay, but yeah, there so, is a, a problem with people moving drugs over. But I mean, that's decreasing by the day, while drug laws get more and more relaxed across the United States, the, and we're moving away from incarceration and more into rehabilitation. The way we so that run the federal government problem. is is ridiculous. We keep letting it get taken hostage, but with these government shutdowns. Thomas Massey has a, has a video he put out the last time we had a shutdown, probably March or April, that explained that there's like 11 funding bills that fund Congress and their routine. Some of them fund paying for Congress. Some of them fund paying for NASA. Some of them pay for portions of the military. And instead of doing the smaller individual bills that fund these portions of the federal government, they do what they call an omnibus, which is just a massive portion of the federal government. So now parts of it, this is, this is what they call a partial government shutdown now, because they did part, pass a little bit of it, but instead of having most of the government funded, they've, um, they've, they've piecemealed it, and they've allowed big, big parts of it to be put together. Gerald Gabriel is in the chat, and he says that the, uh, the Coast Guard is actually not getting paid right now. So he's a Coast Guard dude. Yeah. And I think he's got 45,000 Coast Guard, members of the Coast Guard are the only branch of the military that's not getting paid. Yeah. Because they weren't already, they because weren't they're funded not, yet. they're not included in one of those, in one of those bills. So what we've done is we've, we've given the federal government too much power. We've given the, the president way too much power. You know, Congress can do this without the president. If they, they, you can override a presidential veto. So he hasn't voted, vetoed anything. They literally can't get through Congress to even get to the president's desk. Because um, they can't gridlock. get out of the house. Yeah. This is what happens whenever your politics devolves into blind tribalism and hatred for the other caller. You know that's that's all it is. Mm. And no, I'm not going to vote for this because you're on the red team and I'm on the blue team. So yeah, it, absolutely. Well, and be, as a complete layman, it just seems like a bunch of bullshit. Oh yeah, for <laughs> real, it is. Like, that's, like figure it out. I mean, you guys, that's what you get paid to do. Well, I guess you're not getting paid right now, but oh, the Congress. There's, so, there's so they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Yeah, yeah. And they're on the way out. Some of these guys are never going back, so they really don't give a damn. Right. They don't care. There's 400,000 the shut down this year. Yeah. 400,000 federal employees. Actually, my numbers are wrong on here. It's 380,000 federal employees have been at home. So they've been told they're non-essential and they can they're not supposed to come into work. And then 420,000 federal employees have been working, but they have to keep working. They're deemed essential and they won't be getting paid for this right now. They'll get back paid. Everybody's going to get paid eventually. But if, it, if this lasts 30 days, if like the government shut down for a whole month, last time it was shut down, what, 19 days? There's 19 days of government shutdown, and those people, they still had to work, but they, they weren't getting paid That's their my, weekly paychecks. That was my uh, other question that I had written down and left at my office. Uh, if what, How long of a government shutdown would it need to be for us to actually feel it on a day-to-day level? Because for me, like I'm, and I'm not saying like government employees, I'm saying myself personally, because when I wake up in the morning, everything still works. The police officers still working. My job is still working. They're still taking taxes out of my paycheck. So how long until that effect actually would Some, be felt? It would, everybody gets touched by the government in a little bit different way, right? Like you might care about a certain program that gets funded by them on, a, on, on occasion, or you know, say you want to go get a mortgage, all of a sudden the FHA doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't get a mortgage, and you wanted to get a mortgage, and you're getting screwed on that one. Or 
you know, your your cousin or your uncle or you are are not getting a paycheck because they work for one of these federal agencies, then then that's going to affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might want to go to a national park, and all of a sudden the bathrooms are getting backed up. Right. You know, the, the little there are so many different ways the federal government is entwined um, that it's hard to say how quickly it's going to get you. Um, yeah, just uh, the, what I, what I'm getting at is like how some people may never be affected. Exactly. Right. So that's what I'm like. I'm trying to figure out, and that's just because I'm curious about it. Because once again, this is stuff that I I don't follow on a regular basis. I mean, we we had you guys on and talked about a lot of stuff that you guys aren't fans of. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be interested though, so that I I have a broader experience of the world than what I had previously coming in here. You know, the TSA, say, say they don't fund the TSA. All of a sudden we grind all of the, all planes to the ground or the FAA, the federal aviation group. If we say we're not going to fund the FAA, so we cut funding and stop every plane from flying unless you're going to break a federal regulation. So air traffic control stops. That would, that would, wow. That would affect you pretty quick. Right right? away. Uh, And that happened in the 80s where they went on strike and then the president fired them all and they picked somebody else. That's crazy. Um, So, I mean, there are different ways that you could feel it really fast. Um, You know, who knows? You're losing some sound over there, Guffy. I don't know what's happening. What was what was (laughs) running away? I think the uh, what was the longest government shutdown? I don't know. Jonathan Phillips is saying 16 days here. I I remember there was one in the 90s, but I don't have the dates. The the dates memorized. you know, and and it becomes theater. It all becomes theater for the two sides to decide who can survive it longest. And you calculate, well, what's what's the problem going to be? What's how long can we last? You know, when it's happened in in the Obama administration, they put up barriers in front of the World War II memorial. So you had these images of the um, of veterans that are you know eighty five, ninety years old that can't get to their memorial. There was no reason for those to be up there. Right. They did it for the theater. Right? Yeah. Um, this time, you know, the Trump administration has tried to be a little bit more cognizant of that. So they've left national parks open, but the bathrooms aren't getting, you know, you may right. be able to go, but you can't go get toilet paper. Yeah. Right. Um, mm. so who knows, who knows how it's on to and, shake out. And also how much is it that like, is it the, I mean, is it our president that's like, so wanting to be the center of attention type situation that he doesn't want to look weak in front of anybody? I think, you know, he went from, in 2016, it was Mexico is going to pay for the wall. And then it became somebody else is going to pay for the wall. And now it's just, I want the wall built. So they continue to freak out over, we have to have this wall. And he feels like it's campaign promise. So the, the way that Congress has allowed itself to get weaker and weaker, we, we let it get taken hostage. Yeah. And that's what's happened again. You know, we should have, you know, Indiana has a two-year budget. We set a budget for two years. They... They set it and forget it, and then you don't have these hostage situations. The federal government gets funded for three months, and then it comes back in again. Wow. That you seems know. ridiculous. Yeah, because we, we have all these continuing resolutions. Mm-hmm. You know, they pass something, and then the president refused to sign it. They say it's better now in the chat, Chris. Uh, I don't know what you did. You want to give us an update? What would you fix? They, they just kicked it. I did absolutely nothing. Um, did you blow in it? Did Dakota fix it? Because he's disappeared. No, he's done nothing either. We don't know what it, what it is. They, they punched it like the fonts. It just happened. It just happened by itself. Hey. It's a mysterious of God. Miraculous. God did it's it. It's a miracle that we're on the air ever at any point. Let's <laughs> be honest. Like, this is, 
a bunch of guys that aren't really in hey, radio. What people don't understand is there's a lot of technology that goes into this. It seems <laughs> it like it seems like a monkey could run it, but it's not true. <laughs> it's not. And uh, I you'd mean, be surprised. I'm a monkey and I'm running it right now. <laughs> there's a digital board. There's another device under it that's some sort of limiter that I don't understand the wizardry that goes into that. Yeah, Chris told me to get one of those. And I was like, eh, it's complicated. I'm hold off on that. Uh, there's there's a, a, a recorder. There's another device that goes from an iPad to a wireless camera that that sends it up to the internet and that has its own volume controls we have to have the electricity on to make the internet work and the internet has to work right and it's just it's insane the amount of stuff to put this on the air right all hey Chris. all just in a miracle i just want to say you did a great job man fighting uh Cade, you lasted a lot longer than i thought you would <laughs> i lasted a lot longer than everybody thought <laughs> <laughs> so because yeah, of this because of this shutdown, uh, I, I can only imagine that's why President Trump was answering a hotline on Christmas Eve, Dakota. And no, he, so the, the hotline happens every Christmas. Is but there, does the president have to answer, or do they have people for that? No, it's like a, it's a whole tradition of presidents going, I, I think, back to like Carter or something. Um, anyway, there's a, it's a private center, I think it's called NOTA. NORAD. NORAD. Yeah. Where am I, where am I at on my notes here? I don't know. We're here at. it is. Here it is. So uh, basically, in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw this story too, and I just yeah, lost and it's it. uh, they're these kids are basically they're calling in to track the location of Santa Claus, and the first the first lady and the president they always sit down, and it's just always this really awkward looking thing where they have these. Once again, as old, always, I saw the pictures and the memes before I knew what the story was. Well, they, they have these old landline phones, right? And on these little tiny desks next next to them. And they keep them to their ear. It's pretty charming. And then, and then someone from NORAD patches a kid through, right? And they go, oh, good evening. Who am I speaking to? And they say, my name's Billy. Where's Santa Claus, Mr. Trump? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good impression. I like. And the, this uh, young lass's name was uh, Colin. I'm not for sure. Yeah, it's something right. like that. Colin or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Semi-colon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Trump answers the phone, and, and they go through the whole thing. Do, do and you he get says, to hear both sides of the conversation? No, you only get to hear the one side, right? <laughs> So this little so you girl, don't hear the little girl. Yeah, the little girl's calling <laughs> President Trump, and and he says, "Oh, so do you believe in Santa Claus?" And then and she's calling a line to track Santa, <laughs> right. and she's seven. She know she believes in Santa Claus, and and he laughs and he says, "Well, you know, <laughs> at seven it's kind of marginal, right?" And then laughs. <laughs> it's like and. Of course, the media is freaking out, right? Everybody's saying uh, we're worried about the children because Donald Trump's going to tell the children. And <laughs> if <laughs> and if you're listening to this with your kids, then turn it off right now. But oh uh, no, yeah. it's already it's already passed. <laughs> Donald Trump, yeah, <laughs> they're all saying Donald Trump's going to tell the kids Earmuffs. that Santa Claus isn't real, and they're freaking out. Well, the Charleston Courier, which is a newspaper, tracked down the kid. Track down the little girl and starts asking her questions about her telephone call with Trump. I think that's ridiculous already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because they go, they go, uh, do you know what the president's asking you? And she says, 
I don't know what marginal means. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but from context, I think that means yeah. that Santa's not real. Yeah, but in because Eng- I'm not an idiot. In English class, they tell us about context clues. <laughs> exactly. That's in fact, you're asking me about it now. I know Santa's not real. Thanks a lot. She's also like that guy. That guy I talked to on the phone sounded an awful like like the guy from Home Alone too. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, she is seven. We are in a day and age of very advanced like access to things at a young age. It is possible. Like, I mean, I'm kind of like I'm not on Trump's side in this, but I'm kind of seeing his point of view. Like, oh yeah, you're seven. You've probably had Facebook for two years, so you know Santa's not real. I've been in Santa until I was 18, so I don't know what you're talking about, Juice. So, until until little... they sent you to Afghanistan, you're like, why the hell didn't he find me? Here? He didn't find me here. My little cousin's 11. And she still believes in Santa, which... I think she's just got a racket going, dude. <laughs> hey, when you stop her. believing in Santa, man, all you get is underwear and songs. And <laughs> yeah. we did the Elf on the Shelf this year, which is the creepiest fucking thing ever. <laughs> oh, my. Now we have to put the E Another again. Another explicit episode. <laughs> I'm going to sneak it in each episode. Chase on. Explicit. <laughs> okay. So it's the creepiest thing ever. And she didn't believe in the Elf. And she didn't tell us she didn't believe in the Elf until after Christmas. And we watched this video of this... Elf moving on Facebook by itself, and she looked amazed. <laughs> and she was like, "I didn't even believe in that. Like, I, I can't believe it's real." And I'm just oh like, my "Oh God. my gosh!" I, no I, hope for this kid. Whenever I was the young girl's age uh, in first grade, I was with my dad, and we were at my grandmother's house for Christmas, and she always wrote from Santa, even though we were at her house. And uh, I just asked my dad whenever it was just me and him. Like I waited for everybody to leave, and I was like, "Hey, Dad." Is Santa Claus real? And he he goes, have you ever heard of a fat man that can fit down a chimney? <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen could do it. And I was like, it's like no. And he goes, well, what do you think? And I said, I don't think Santa's real. And he just goes, well, don't tell your sister. Because my yeah. sister's three years younger than me. Right. You know, and I'm seven. Earmuffs, Bailey. So I, I've got First thing I did, of course, was... T- Bailey, <laughs> tell her <laughs> they're lying. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, I got two Santa things. Uh, my wife's dad um, told his kids that Santa wasn't real because they kept pestering him and saying, "Why does Santa bring more presents to mom's house than dad's house?" And oh, then, no. then he told them. So that was a that was a pretty uncomfortable situation. And I mean, I was probably like seven or eight years old at the same time. Um, I was a uh, I was a uh, very, very confident that Santa was real. And I was arguing it really, really vehemently at, at school. I was just like, I was telling you everybody. say that word like Dakota does, by I the was, way. I was like, this, I mean, Santa's real. He is. The correct and, way. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, so then I get home, or I'm, get, I'm on the ride home with my mom, and she's, you know, I'm like telling her, like, I'm like, yeah, like Timmy over here keeps telling me he's not real. And I know he's real because he just get, like dropped stuff off, you know, last year. And my mom, His check clears every year. <laughs> and my mom is uh, in a in a uncomfortable situation because she's like, she doesn't want me to get made fun of at school. And she's like, I think it's like, I got to tell him. And she told me. And then I just like spent the rest of the ride home just flipping out on her, telling her, uh, you lied to me. I'm never going to trust you again. I can't believe you allowed me to believe this this long because now I look like an asshole at school. <laughs> Yeah, I had wow. a I had a really good friend of hopefully, mine. Hopefully, hopefully, pause before the Easter Bunny conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to start. That. In elementary school, I had a friend that he believed in Santa Claus, and 
uh, it was pretty late and everybody knew. And we all just kept telling him, we're like, dude, Santa's not real. Like, and he's like, yes, he is. I've seen him in my house. Which friend? Which friend? Name names. I'm not going to name names. That's Mason. That's that's Mason Roddinghouse. Yeah, Mason. <laughs> and, uh, and we were all like, dude, he's not real. Like, you're seeing somebody dress up Santa Claus. And he, he knew for a fact Santa was real. And we were all on the naughty list. <laughs> I, as, we, as we pivot away from this, I will pitch Patreon one more time. Because Mason on our on our gift exchange episode that was there the video of it, Mason gave me a gift that terrified us all. And Chris Spangle and Dakota Davis are looking at each other, just absolute <laughs> daggers, going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Pure oh my horror. god!" Mason gave Jeremiah an eight hundred dollar computer, terrified because it was yeah. the original packaging, original box for like a Microsoft Surface. And I'm unwrapping it, and it looks... And he's at Mason's a 19-year-old college student. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're like, this broke college student is giving a 35-year-old man an $800 laptop, and he didn't get him anything. <laughs> I let him be on our show. <laughs> that's that's so, payment enough. So there was, there was absolute freak-out terror coming from Spangle yeah. about how I was going to have to return it. So I was too. I was once just again, like... another reason to join the Patreon to hear that. I was so quiet because I just didn't know what to say. I'm like... Uh, 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 uh. And Chris is like, you can't take that from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was... That was quite yeah, good. good. Between that and the glitter, that is, by the way, still... The glitter, the glitter war. Unfortunately, Trump couldn't end the two, end uh, the glitter war whenever he was ending the Syrian crisis, as well as pulling troops out of Afghanistan, which was another part of Donald Trump's. Good weird news, week. Chris! You finally won. <laughs> I did. Yep. Are you sure? Everybody, a round of applause for the war's Chris. over. The war's not over. You can come home now. The war's not over, boys. <laughs> so, uh, Donald Trump. Your boy, uh, your your boy, Mattis rage quit though. Quit though. He sure did. Yeah, he's like <laughs> f you, Trump. <laughs> he uh, so Trump pulled announced that he was pulling all of the troops out of Syria, and apparently he had been having conversations about other wars as well, uh, other places that we had troops. And that's right, uh, Mad Dog Mattis said we are way too different. Um, I want to be the policeman of the world. I enjoy sending our young men over there to try to sacrifice their lives for no good reason other than protecting special interests. You do not want to do that, Mr. Trump, and you're trying to protect these young men. I don't like that. Right? That's what he said? No, no. He's just... That's he's, verbatim. <laughs> it is. It's verbatim. No. He's, he's just a soldier's soldier, man. He's a, he's, he's a leader that you want. No, okay. I, that you want there. I, mean, so. I, I will say, General Mattis did do... Uh, quite a bit of good whenever he was uh, sitting as the uh, as Secretary of Defense because he I've I've heard stories from a lot of my military friends that are saying we have new equipment we everything is getting better now mm-hmm. like we're not constantly breaking down just trying to drive down the interstate and I'm like okay uh, obviously some stuff's getting straightened out. If just regular Joes on the ground are being able to see major improvements like that. Well, they've so, thrown a lot more money into it. They had sequestration under uh, the one thing the Tea Party accomplished was that they, <laughs> they, they had sequestration in the federal budget and they tied it to the military spending. And that was like the poison pill that was going to keep them from doing it. And they actually did that with both military spending and regular spending. They threw that away in the last continuing resolution juice uh, mm-hmm. and when they agreed to turn the government back on 
nine months ago. Um, so anyway, that's that's a part of why they had that money again. Right. But uh, I mean, our national defense is one thing that our government is actually allowed to spend money on. So is yeah, it? it's just the hundred and some <laughs> military bases overseas that, exactly. that I have objection to. Right. But it seems like Trump is. I mean, Trump just said this week that we're not going to be the policemen of the world anymore. Yeah. Uh, and and, and whenever our, they, our Lord and Savior, Ron Paul, the former congressman from Texas, uh, he is absolutely all over this, uh, the Syria news. Very excited. Yeah. Fully supporting. And somehow, could, the left is now pro-war. Right. Who do you think could win in a fight? <laughs> Who do you think could win in a fight? General Mattis or Fake Farmer Cade? Oh, Mattis. Mm. Mattis would tear his ass up. <laughs> well, I want to know how old Mattis is. Oh, old he's got to be in his 70s. But he looks we so need to... scary. <laughs> he does. We need... Uh, I, I don't know. We better trust Guffy over here because Guffy's fought Cade. So if anybody would know out of our whole group how Cade I know, fights... I know Guffy's 2-0 and o in the boss hog. Oh, I guess we can invite the former defense secretary on the show. He's and 68. If, he wants, if he wants to roll with Cade, yeah, not that old. We can certainly accommodate. Yeah, but that face has seen some stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. He, he'd tear through. Cade up. Just yeah. know if, just know if Cade rolls with Mattis, the entire Marine Corps is going to come here, <laughs> <laughs> and we're up shit creek without a paddle. So uh, yeah, so we uh, as long as behind the paywall. A lot of the, a lot of the uh, more traditional Republicans in, in the legislature have been. Super critical people like Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, Ben Sass, Mitch McConnell, and Ben Sass. I, I really do enjoy Ben Sass. I like listening to him a lot. Uh, Mitch McConnell, all just been going crazy. Lindsey Graham even took a trip to Iraq to talk to soldiers, and Trump's not pulling troops out of Iraq, right? Okay, so keep that in mind. Lindsey Graham takes a trip to one of our safest combat zones and talks to troops there, and is planning on going back and telling the president why we need troops in Afghanistan from his trip in Iraq. And, like, and Lindsey Graham is the, the model, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, oh, no, Lindsay, I'm, ta- I'm thinking of Ashley Graham. I apologize. Lindsey Graham, <laughs> Graham is the confirmed bachelor from South Carolina. Confirmed bachelor. That's what I'm saying. Like That's why I'm not, you know, but I'm learning a lot right now because so, I've heard all of these names, but I just don't know exactly what any of them do. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Whenever we first sent troops, so this is to, a lot like the DC Comics conversation. No, it's <laughs> great. I've heard of Superman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is, but the, the, it's what I told um, Chris Spangle when we are we are libertarians. Like I was like, this is actually educational for me. This is like this is great. Like I love every minute of this because I'm learning something that I didn't know before. That's I'm not in is, politics because like, I want to be. I'm in politics for self defense. Like, like I truly they. They steal from you, and you need to learn to speak the language That's so you true. can fight back. I completely agree with that. Uh, so CNN uh, took a trip. Uh, some Very low ratings. They, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they took a trip over to Afghanistan, yes. and they talked to the leading general there. I, no, colonel. That's a colonel, right? Nobody if cares. If you're in charge. In, no, in it's going to be a region. general. Okay. Yeah. So general. I was right the first time. Yeah. The re- the reporter lady there, she's talking to him, and she's asking about Trump's plan to slice the manpower in Afghanistan down by half, <laughs> and uh, and which they don't have many people there now. They only have 14,000? 14, 14, Something like that. Yeah, and he's going to take it down to 5,000, right? I think he's pulling out seven. So okay. Well, I thought he was going to be six, six to seven. Yeah. And... Uh, 
so he's slowly pulling back troops again. But whenever we first uh, first started to occupy Afghanistan, we sent a hundred thousand. We at our peak had a hundred thousand troops over there, and it's been been getting cut and getting cut and getting cut. And she just asked the general straight up, "Are you going to be able to do your job that you've been doing here with uh, with the five thousand troops?" And well, he actually said yes. Oh, absolutely he, not. He doesn't know. He's not on the ground. <laughs> absolutely. He's can't. been living there, Chris. He, it doesn't matter. He does not know. He's in his little... He doesn't go outside. He, he's in his saying. little hooch over there drinking booze and just <laughs> <laughs> talking to the, the president of Afghanistan. He, what he said was that if we can do this efficiently and not just automatically take all the manpower out, then we can get organized enough to where we can still run efficient with 5,000 troops. I mean, if you've got 5,000 troops there, probably 1,500 to 2,000 of them are just support staff that never go anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And then you've got two or three shifts of people that are going out at a time. So you're talking about maybe having 1,000 people patrolling or doing doing operations outside of the base. Yeah, but you're talking about the entire country of Afghanistan, right. which is huge. And then you also... Have- it's not like Indiana where it's nice, flat, and level. No, no, hell no, it's not. <laughs> it's not? It's just a desert. <laughs> Chase has never been anywhere but the Midwest. It's so mountainous. Has no idea. It's so mountainous. I, I didn't have a problem on Call of Duty. <laughs> I never got tired in that game. <laughs> he was using that extra perk. <laughs> All right. So let's move on, Chase. I, I hear you have an, an op-ed that you want to uh, talk about, and apparently my notes say that snowflakes have ruined Mexican birthdays. I don't know anything about this story. <laughs> Chase, the most prepared of any of us. Listen, when I first started coming on the show, I used to, I used to research every subject. And then I really because uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I never remember this. I stopped. Is so, that back when you wouldn't talk and you just sat there quietly, but yeah, you knew what that was going yes, on? Yes, I knew what was going on at that <laughs> that point. Now I I say what I mean. I just don't know. Yeah, what now we're you just about. make us put explicit next to the episode title. I, I'm, I'm trying to sink that in at least once a show. All I can, I can't get over the uh, the title of this or this bullet point: snowflakes have ruined Mexican birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> so so my my first thought is it's ruined Mexican birthdays. So like <laughs> Hispanic children are having their birthdays ruined by snowflakes. Just like Trump is ruining Christmas for him. <laughs> <laughs> so what so, happened? So in the citizens of Henry County, there is Henry County's news leader. Mm-hmm. It's where we get our news for this show. <laughs> sure is. Uh, there was a there was a member who said that. God dang it! There we went to El Chile Poblano, <laughs> <laughs> and my cousin. It was her birthday, and we told the people it was her birthday. They brought out a sombrero. They brought out um, and everything was good at this point. Yeah, great. Right, they have good best Mexican food in Newcastle. And Only if you go to the one on 103 by the old mark. You got a 14th Street. Yeah. You can't go State Road 3. That'd <laughs> just be wrong. It is. It's terrible. And uh, so they bring out the sombrero. They start singing Happy Birthday. And they have a little paper plate that they put a little bit, like a spritz of ready whip on it. And then they smear it in the birthday person's face when they're not expecting it from behind, right? Smash it. They, it's always smash it in their face, right? And she says, No one knew. No <laughs> one told us. My cousin has a bad neck. <laughs> no, she said disabled. Like, yeah. And when I think of disabled, like I think like was it somebody that was in a one of those like powered wheelchairs? You think of like Christopher Reeves, where you blow in there. Yeah, <laughs> where you blow in and you move. Yeah. And so, 
So there's a little bit Happy of... Happy uh, birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit of ignorance on both sides, if, if, okay, that's, yeah. the, if that's the person, but I'm guessing that's not the person so, who's sitting there. So she says, hey, disabled, have a bad neck. No one told us we were getting pie in the face, and it was rough, and now she's going to be spending the holidays in pain. So this goes viral on the uh, the local community Facebook page, and everybody is DMing the other person about it, going, did you see this? Yeah. The yeah. first two people are like, you should sue. I wish you definitely that, need to file a lawsuit against yeah. them. That's people assault. were saying sue, and people were saying it was assault. <laughs> it's not assault, because they misspelled. It's like, suits. Here's assault. my thing. Here's my thing. If getting a pie in the face a little bit too rough classifies assault in your book, then you have lived the most sheltered life I've ever seen in my life. I just It's ridiculous. I, were they complaining about that free dessert they got, though? <laughs> Not worth it. If you're in pain over the holidays... Biz to me. Ruined Christmas Eve. She's definitely smiling in the, in the Polaroid with the like the sombrero <laughs> yeah. on. And like what I hope is in the Polaroid is she's got the sombrero on and there's the person behind her <laughs> with the like pie cream. Like it's getting ready to come in and hit her in the face and then just ruin her ruin her holidays. And I there, think that'd be a great there are photo people, and I want that. There are people who are on there who are like who have obviously seen been inside the restaurant or had it done to themselves or their family members and witnessed the hundreds of times that this staff has done this in the past and is like, "Listen. It's they don't do it hard. They literally like just like it's a little bit of whipped cream and they just go. <laughs> they just they just like the dude is so dealt with this before. We they did they to, smashed it in somebody's <laughs> face and somebody threatened to sue. So they now they're nice about it. They did it to my we did it to my 66-year-old grandmother last year, okay? God rest Ooh. her soul. I'm sorry it's her life. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. She had neck problems and <laughs> <laughs> it ruined her all day. But anything for content around here. How old was this lady? We don't know. We don't no know. Got to be a boomer. Definitely so, a boomer. Lawsuit, lawsuit on the whole entire establishment or the person that did the pieing. I think everybody will get named all the way from the from the restaurant to the to everybody on staff there to Kim Cronk, the county commissioner, for allowing it to happen in this county. Yep, and yep. It's all Kim Cronk's fault. I do blame Kim. And, like, no, yeah. no I agree. and Darren Jacobs because they probably should have had some zoning. No too. suing of the family members for telling them that it was her birthday and knowing somebody had to know if it was a group. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, you all know they've been going to this restaurant. What I, I guarantee know, you they've been going to this restaurant. There has to be a person who has taken a cell phone video. It's 2018. Oh, you yeah. can't go anywhere without and do something without someone taking a video on their smartphone. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. And so you want to see the actual act. I, I want to see the act. Film. And the way that I would feel bad and eat my words about all this is if they just came up behind her and went, Wait. Well, that's what, that's what I'm like. That's what I'm I trying really, to figure out. I really, really hope that if you have because if you have the like, private video, if you're gonna video, get sued, I would feel, at least make it worth it. Go I would all feel in. send it to Dakota at BallsHogLiberty.com. Please do. I I would feel like a horrible human for putting this in the show notes. If I watched that, I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> well, I I commented in the chat in the uh, in the community forum, the Citizen Center County. I was like, isn't that the deal? Like, you go to the Mexican restaurant, you know, you're gonna get that. You're gonna get the whipped cream in the face. Don't tell them it's your birthday. You, yeah, so if you go and don't tell them. I, I looked it up on YouTube, and but there's literally like fried 80, ice cream, man. Uh, I like to 80 think, videos of it in a row of right. this is what happens. I like to think that they didn't know, but they really wanted that free fried ice cream. And then it just came out of nowhere and just slammed, <laughs> slammed right in her stupid face. That's, that's how I like to envision it. Yeah. Oh, God. I agree with that. 
And that's why we need the wall, obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Full insane. circle. Two walls, an aquarium, <laughs> <laughs> and some crocodiles. Sharks with lasers walls on their or heads. Walls or slats? Walls. Hmm. That's but not ladder-proof. Aquarium. Yeah, but ah, how are they going to cross? Exactly. That's true. Well, they just they, lay, the, they they lay the ladder yeah, over it. Yeah, lay the ladder it. over it. Haven't and then they take the their chances. Haven't you seen the movies where Have you? Haven't you ever witnessed a Mexican construction worker that like painting the outside of a building? Those guys know how to work ladders like nobody's business. They are good. Have That's you donated anything, true. Chase, on the uh, GoFundMe for the wall construction or the ladders or the anti-tunneling against the ladders? Yeah, have man. you picked a side? I have. Have you? You got your receipt? Yeah. I think it's tax deductible. Is it? No, <laughs> it's a charity. <laughs> so also, so that that's another question that we didn't get into when we were talking about it. That I had that guy that's raised the money. Is that able? Like somebody said, I, I saw once the, again another the clickbait. House has to vote. I saw a clickbait article that was like, this guy can't even use the money. Well, but, I, but I didn't click on it. I just read the. That's half true. Um, he can't just say, "Hey, Homeland Security, here's a check for one billion dollars." Right. And they go, okay, thank you, mister. There's a box on your taxes. You can just give them extra money. So I suppose he can right, take it can. and then just give you them a billion dollars You can write it as a extra. donation. But in order for the Homeland Security allotted to Homeland uh, yeah. Security, it has to pass through Congress. Congress has to say where it's going to go. They'll just right. take they'll take your money and spend it. So they'll take like you know, three quarters of it <laughs> yeah. and be like... And, and we have so. a Democrat-controlled <laughs> Congress starting in 2019. Remember that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it'll be like... Uh, <laughs> like we do in Indiana, where you get a billion dollars for the roads, but then we take a hundred million dollars of it and we give it to uh, to trails and a hundred million dollars of it to uh, to high speed internet in, in random towns you've never heard of. Yeah, even though it's all supposed to go to the roads, they'll do the same thing with the border wall money. Right. I love high high speed. This internet. uh this road money is going to uh, Rome, Indiana. We're like. <laughs> That's not a real place. <laughs> oh, it is. It's a, it's a Simpsons episode is what you guys are describing. Monorail. Right <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Chase, it's time for final thoughts. Ooh. Would you prepare tonight? I have a couple things. Do you have anything for Justin? Any questions? Yeah, it's, it's for everybody, okay? okay? What's your favorite gift you ever got for Christmas? Ever? Ever. Mm, I got it. Or an interesting story that happened to you as a kid during Christmas. Uh, let's I got with, one. Let's start with Dakota, and we'll work our way around the room. One of my favorite things that happened at Christmas time was I. It was whenever the Xbox 360 first came out, right? Yeah. And I wanted one so bad, so I'm like asking. I that's the only. I, Every year, I just ask for one thing from everybody, and I'm like, y'all can figure out who's paying for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great move. Yeah. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Sometimes they're like, oh, I thought she was going to get it for <laughs> but I anyway. thought you were in charge of world peace this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I asked for an Xbox 360. And um, my we go to my grandpa's house for Christmas. And he's got the gifts all set out. And there's a box under the tree, and it's Xbox size. So I'm like, here it is, boys and girls, I got it. <laughs> and I open it up, and there's a box, and there is um, a note inside the box, and there is another wrapped smaller box inside of there. And it says, I know you asked for an Xbox, but I am not able to afford it this year. So this is what our Xbox was when I was a kid. So I opened up the other gift, and it's a like an antique Marilyn Monroe puzzle. 
And I was like, I was like, <laughs> awesome. Yay. And I'm like, whatever. So I, you know, say thank you, move on. And right before we were getting ready to leave, he's like, oh, wait, hold on. I think I forgot something in the bedroom. And he had an Xbox. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Are we talking Xbox One or Xbox 360? I mean, 360. I was, yeah, because you're was not young, that old. Yeah. yeah. See, so I have a story like that as well, but it was it was Nintendo 64 because I'm a little bit older than you. Um, but Nintendo 64 was a big deal, and I got that. But no, the, the mine's not necessarily like a story or anything. I just want to kind of call my mom out on something that she's done <laughs> since I was a little kid. And it's... Um, Every single thing that I've ever asked for, this is the first year, thank God for Amazon, because she can share (laughs) and she can see what I've asked for. Um, But every year leading up to this year, uh, I've always asked for something, and she's gotten me the equivalent, but not not exactly what I wanted. So my first year, like one of the first examples, um, I asked for a gas-powered RC car. And gas powered. Yeah. Cause I wanted That's something that was really it, fast and like cool awesome. as a kid. So it's Christmas. I'm opening up my gifts and <laughs> it is the, it says on the box, fastest electric remote controlled car. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tesla. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like I can be kind of mad, but also at the same time, it's a bitch and little like RC car that like, it was the one where the tires went from like really wide to really skinny, like as it went really fast. Oh, I know okay. exactly what All you're right. talking yep. about. So I so I got that. Um, Juice, how old are you? Right I now? am 31 years old. All right, yeah. And so then the next, ah. <laughs> shut up, Dakota. <laughs> the next the next gift that I uh, that I distinctly remember is uh, I was in high school and I wanted a black North Face because. Black North Face was a status symbol when you're in high school. I mean, I it still is. wear one, and and I, I love them. I love the uh, I love the material, all that stuff. And so I said, Mom, I really want a Black North Face. I really want a Black North Face. So Christmas comes around. I'm opening up my gifts. You know, I'm really excited because I know she's going to get me give me the North Face. Open it up. It's a charcoal gray Columbia. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no. Once again, I can't really be mad because it's still serving the same purpose. It's keeping me warm. And I love my mom. Like, my mom and I are super close, but she just never. I could want get everyone it right. to think I'm rich, mom. <laughs> exactly. Don't mom, you? Mom, you got me the big dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and it's just, that's always been the way she was. And so I've just kind of accepted it. Like, I've accepted it as. That's just the way mom does things. And then this year was the first year, thank God to Amazon, I put on a wish list that she was able to get on there and buy exactly what I had asked for. I got some uh, uh, like uh, husky liners for my for my truck because I bought my truck used and there was a few of the... Oh, uh, you went, you went floor- husky. You didn't go... WeatherTech? WeatherTech. <clears throat> exactly. You, you chose the I was other just, I was just waiting for somebody else to say it. Listen, yeah. I have Because I wanted the WeatherTech. <laughs> <laughs> I am husky. I have husky. I like them. No, they're nice. I like, I like them. them. I like them a lot. But once again, like I said, the <laughs> <laughs> she bought... She bought the Husky because I put that on the wish list. I did want the WeatherTech, but I <laughs> but I put the Husky on there because I knew that she now has the ability to buy the thing that uh, she sees on Amazon. So thanks to mom, I love her. She's great. But yeah, man, I didn't. She ask, really made me feel bad when I was a kid. Didn't ask for anything this year. I just was like, give me money because I want a I want a Pixel Slate. Here's an invoice, which is yeah, it's a, the Google, the new Google tablet. I was like, I really want one of those. But I don't trust any of you guys to buy it. 
I'm really picky about my technology and stuff. And it ended up like my wife bought me a smartwatch because I had been, she thought I'd been dropping hints forever because I just kept talking about them. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't. I was just like, oh, those are really cool. And she bought me. You got it Christmas Eve. How's it working out? It's great. I love it. It's a fossil, right? Yeah. So I got a, a 3D. See, look at this. Ooh, Look at that your name—that's pretty there. cool. I had a, I had a Motorola smartwatch for a little over a year, and half the like screen work, quit working, Damn. so I went back to a, a nice. real. I like it. A real watch. I don't have the smartwatch anymore. What about you, Jer? Any stories? Yes. Uh, so two things that came to mind. I didn't. I mean, that's why I deferred because I, I didn't have anything come to mind first. Christmas for me is really about the experiences and family. Like I really don't give a damn about getting anything anymore. Sure. <laughs> Especially the year you get married, where you registered for everything you could possibly want in your life, and you, there's not a damn thing you need. Right, like I, there's not a material that it, it just wasn't. We well, didn't need it. And that's the, the thing. Like when it's you so start weird. to get older, you just kind of buy everything you want. Right. So yeah. it's hard for people to buy for you. Yeah. Um, my wife and I go through that all the time. We just like most of the time we just say, what do you want? Okay. Yeah. This is the first year that I actually bought her something somewhat sentimental. I bought her the Justin Timberlake, um, something looking back in front of me book or whatever. And cause she's a huge fan of Justin Timberlake and that worked out. I bought it early. She was very, very, very happy about it. I don't nice. do I, there. I, I don't do very, very many sentimental things, but I space them out enough that it's a really big thing when I do it, so that I get a lot of praise when I do it. So that's the secret. <laughs> I, I normally try to do like memories or something like a trip or a concert right. or something like that. That's kind of what I've my move has been, if we're talking about it that way. But this time Sarah and I, we literally just got each other a microwave. We, we needed it and that was the big thing we got nice. each other. And it was nice. it wasn't mo- that much and we you know, we you know, we did it for each other and it was done. I just, and, and then I it just was bought like a this. whole kitchen of appliances. <laughs> I shouldn't have got Audrey anything. You should have wrapped it up. As, <laughs> this was Christmas. Well, my uh, wife's dad actually wrapped a box and put a picture of the barn door, sliding door that he put above our, or like in front of our bathroom, our master bath. Yeah. He like wrapped that, put like some wood in it to make it heavy. And like we opened it and it's just like a picture of the, of, my, of my the thing that he that built. Before. My dad's like, so I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I like that. Like, remember Good this move. power move. Power so remember move, I did this for you, <laughs> <laughs> you ungrateful heathens. So, but we did like, I and I have much more fun giving gifts than I do. Oh yeah, them. I can't uh, ever wait to do it. But my my memories, I guess, as a kid, were there were two. One was a memory that my mom and dad and sister absolutely swear we did this thing every year, and my brother and I are like, oh, what the hell are you talking about? Like you had a different childhood than we did. Uh, and I know. I, and and Dakota's gone. family. I think we may have talked about this before on the show. Dakota's family, Christmas Eve, your mom posted a picture of all of you, your kid, your, the kids in your family, you, you, your sister, your, your, all of you guys are looking for a Christmas pickle on your tree. Yes. A Christmas pickle. A Christmas pickle, a, which apparently yeah. is a tradition that I hadn't heard of until like oh, three or four years ago. You guys do that the you, pickle? That you no, put my a, wife and her work does it. That you put a pickle uh-huh. on a tree and then somebody has to find it. Like a mm-hmm. legit? Like- no, it's a, it's a plastic pickle ornament what's the what's the, like isn't there stick. a name for it that's not yes, just like exactly pickle like on that. a tree like it's there's I, a we, name for we just it. So, called it the christmas pickle okay i yeah. think this is something that was played without my brother and i knowing about it and my mom maybe just told my sister because my Ooh. sister's like oh i've known about this for years she's 11 years younger than i am so my brother and i had a little bit of a different childhood <laughs> uh, than she did i guess but she's like, yeah, I play every year. I win every time. I'm like, we didn't even know the goddamn game was going on. <laughs> so, like, so I it was a no landslide idea. competition. <laughs> right. Like, where she's playing a game we're not even aware of. Um, she's winning. And she's winning. She's That's all that matters. She's like Undefeated. 22 and 0. Yeah. 
She just needed a confidence boost. That's why mom, that's why mom did it. She just told her about it. And we just finally got clued in about, hey, we're looking for the pickle. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Are you guys doing the pickle? Danny's the exact same way. You guys have been missing out on 20 bucks. Yeah, well, and now I find out there's money involved. I This was the first year in like six years that I didn't find the pickle. Oh, wow. My wife found it. Oh. Still, you, you still get the money. So when does the search begin? That's what I'm asking. Uh, you just Is it see, like right when you get? To- I forgot about this year. My sister was like, "You want to go look for the pickle?" <laughs> so I was like, "Oh yeah." She's been at college for three years now. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, we'll do that." So we started looking everywhere, and I realized my mom is watching us. And every time I look on, because it there's multiple trees in the house. Like oh, so then that makes it a little bit better. And they can be like I'm only a, a one tree house, so. Well, these are like small decoration yeah, trees gotcha. in one big tree. And so they, it could be on any one of them. And these are the I, ground rules. At least you knew there were ground rules. I didn't even know yeah. we were playing the game. <laughs> what I realized is that whenever my mom followed me and then would giggle whenever I was looking at a tree, that was the tree it was on. It was right? like a radar. Mm-hmm. This year. <laughs> hot, cold. <laughs> hot, cold. <laughs> and this year, she put it on the big tree. It's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted he's got, territory. Ga- he's got game film. So I'm like checking. <laughs> there, there's five other trees in the house, two in the basement, three in, in the upstairs, and I'm like looking at all of them, and she's not following me, And uh, but oh, there's like four other people checking the big tree. And I was like, these idiots. It's never, <laughs> you fools, it's never on the big tree. <laughs> See, I- my wife goes, I found it. I had He's no got clue. stats to go off of. The other, the other one, I guess, memorable gift. I, I got a giant box of socks and underwear one year for my parents. Nice. I was like nine. Like, well, that's great. <laughs> Thank you. And I put it aside, and my parents are like, "He didn't look through the box." Because I, I, I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> screw this." Socks and underwear slammed it shut. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a brand new radio too. It was like they were all like <laughs> nice. the stuffing around oh, it, so nice. it was like an Iowa set of speakers and that's then a, a new radio. Idea. I have two. I must have been really bad one year because I was like seven or eight and we walked in the little, the little living room. We had all our stuff in and my sister's present from Santa was just right there out in, the, out in the middle of the place and she's playing with it and I'm just sitting there like, I didn't get anything this year. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a letter there from Santa and my mom starts reading it and I was like, oh, Chase, you know, you were really bad this year and, and all that. And finally it says... But hey, your gift's right by the door. Like she hid it from me. It was awful. That's that's a good. I, I, Dude, like, I was. I like that a lot. I was sweating. Like I, must, <laughs> I was freaking out. I must have been really bad that year. I don't know. But what did I do? I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I can't believe I did. Every, everything was running through your mind of what you did. <laughs> and then the second one. Was, I didn't kill the neighbor's cat, but the one time. <laughs> the second one was this gift I really wanted. And you might remember this this thing, Dakota. It was this dinosaur that you could control. It was a pretty big dinosaur you can control. It was a robot. The, the a, robot yes, dinosaur. the robot yeah. dinosaur. I wanted that so bad. <laughs> and my great-grandma said she was going to get it for me. And I got every present that year except for this one. And I opened this thing up, and it's the miniature version. That's a Robin, Robin Kelly move <laughs> yes. right there. Yeah. It's a miniature version. Almost. That just takes batteries. It has no controller to it. And I was like, what is this? I was so pissed. I, I'll never forget that. Oh, but, my God. That's, that's my funny. two. 
All right, that's all I got. That's it. Guffy, you got any Christmas memories? Did you celebrate Christmas where you came from? Yeah, yeah, I celebrated oh. Christmas. <laughs> um, I'd say the probably the most memorable thing that ever happened to me, I actually went blind for like seven days right around Christmas time. When I was, <laughs> seriously, it was so fucking awkward. So like I'm stumbling around my entire house just, <laughs> ah. We go to the eye doctor, nothing happened. Like they, 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 they have no clue. They're like, well... Just go home, see what happens. You know what causes blindness, right? Surprisingly, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Guess what? It kept going. <laughs> but no, uh, so... Uh, the blindness? Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently Jer, blind. is that you? Is that you, Jer? I'm Stop. currently blind now. Stop touching me there, Chase. <laughs> but uh, no, and then like we opened... My brother opened like a creepy crawler's like baking thing, like where you bake those creepy crawlers, and I just stared in that light. Next thing I know, I could see. I was like, ah, creepy crawlers. They're the Messiah. Creepy crawlers. Yeah, you don't know what those are? No. This is such a weird story. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's true. You really don't know what creepy crawlers are, though? No. Start, it's starting to sound like Cousin Eddie over here. I don't know. Eyes are crossed, and then the mule kicked her in the head and went back straight. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody it knows what happened. Is them creepy crawlers curved my blindness? <laughs> I swear. I think we should just try it. Uh, Let's find a blind person and see if we can cure him. Guest Justin Kelly of Juice in the Morning went running out of Indigo and Goofy started his story. So he either uh, he left his phone, so I'm pretty sure he didn't leave permanently. <laughs> but we can't go talking to him for his final thoughts. Chris, you got any final thoughts for us? Mm, no, I just oh, I guess I hope everybody has a safe uh, New Year's. Nobody gets too crazy and don't don't, don't drink, drink and, drive. and drive. There you go. Don't get caught. Well, <laughs> no, just don't do it. Period. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you, you all can message me. We're in we're in a group chat. If you guys need a ride somewhere, I'm pretty. I don't even know what I'm doing for New Year's yet. Honestly, I've, I've I don't know if anybody around here wants to hang out our our little group here, but it's a school night like that. I have to work that day, so the thought of going to Indy after working all day is like hold on, you horrifying. Oh, I have you... to work New Year's Eve. I don't okay. have to work New Year's Day. Oh, okay, that blows. Yeah, so I got to work Monday. I had the choice. I've Whether talked I myself to into take it. it off or not, and I chose to work it, to work New Year's Eve. Yeah. I don't want to burn vacation days to waste in this time of the year. It's quiet. I had a anyway. choice too, and I was like, "Give me the yeah, day." day. <laughs> well, I took all this time off, and I'm taking that Friday off for the trip. So right. I was like, "Which I still need to put in in for on Monday." I you really should do that. I yeah. forgot yeah. to as soon as possible. <laughs> I forgot to the last Friday I worked because I was so busy and. He he also still owes me three hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was very clear. You're not getting paid until the day of the trip. So don't, don't try to guilt that him on the true. air. That's very subtle. That was never a question. <laughs> I offered him ten bucks, and he says he's got plenty of money. So I don't know what your problem is. Put it towards the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the gas? <laughs> All right. Final thoughts from Justin. Uh, yeah. Final thought, man. Uh, New Year's Eve is one of my favorite holidays of all time. Um, I, a Me lot too. of my favorite holidays revolve around alcohol. Um, I'm a big fan of St. Patrick's Day, but New Year's Eve is great. Um, I'm just giving a little bit of a advice to people out there. Just pace yourself. Pace yourself because you want to be able to enjoy the night. Uh, two years ago, I think it was two years ago, maybe three, um, Pat McAfee was doing his uh, Pat McAfee show on New Year's Eve at the, uh, was it a, what's the one that's downtown? Is it, It's not the Egyptian room. The Murrah. The Murrah. He was doing the he was doing the show there. And I started drinking probably around five o'clock. And um 
I was like, ah, oh, this oh. is good. I'm just drinking beer. We're good. Like, cause as long as I drink beer, I'm usually pretty good the, the whole night. And then we went to a Mexican restaurant beforehand. So this is full circle. Whose birthday I, was I, it? I didn't get, I didn't get pied in the face. Um, but <laughs> we went there and I drank, uh, another couple, like, you know, the 32 ounce big, big boys. And, uh, I was feeling pretty good. And then we, we got into the show and, Met some just random people that were buying shots, and I started taking shots. I didn't oh, make it. Boy. I didn't actually make it to Pat McAfee's performance. I saw all <laughs> the opening acts, and uh, I I return. I was returning to my seat with drinks for the the whole group because I I you know disappeared for a while with these people I met, and um, I'm I'm handing drinks to people, and I get a guy that grabs me on the shoulder and like spins me around. And he's like, "You touched my wife's ass." And I looked at him and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm a very, very, I'm a pacifist. I don't fight. I'm, I've never, I've been in one fight my entire life and I got punched in the face and I didn't do anything about it. So like, <laughs> so I just, I, I, I don't fight. You got people. bullied. That wasn't a but fight. That guy, that guy, I was ready to like, I felt like for some reason, I think the alcohol had obviously played a, played a part. I wanted to kill this guy. Like I was like, I'm just going to like, I'm going to F him up. And my wife is like, no, just chill, chill. And so eventually security comes down because I like, I just keep like looking. Like I'm getting out of my seat, like trying to find this guy. And uh, security came down, asked me to just step out of the theater. I stepped out of the theater. They didn't actually make me leave. So I just walked over the bar that was right outside of the theater, kept drinking, and uh, ended up uh, not really like passing out or anything, but I just kind of blacked out at that moment. And my wife just told me that all I kept telling her was like, I just want to go home. Didn't even make it to midnight. <laughs> So my suggestion for you guys out there, if you want to enjoy New Year's Eve, just pace yourself and don't don't go hard on the booze until at least maybe 10 or 11 o'clock. Sound advice. Christmas Eve, Dakota and I spent uh, four to six together, and then I went to his parents' house, and one of us had in my party had to leave early. <laughs> so I never saw Dakota again at his parents' place because he came in late. I wasn't the one that had to leave. Oh, okay. I got okay, there Okay, that's late. what I was thinking. He was, he, was, he was looking at you. I was meeting him later. I'm like, hey, we have to do Christmas with my wife's family real quick, and then we'll be there. And I start going there, and he's like, my wife's puking, and I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty seasoned drinker, but that just that night got a hold of me. A yeah. lot of a lot of like celebratory days uh, back two or three years ago, they always got a hold of me, and I, I ruined Juice. I ruined a whole year. Juice, it was like nine thirty. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I was. Listen, I could <laughs> lie, man. That's happened. I could have come back. <laughs> but I uh, I was babysitting at that point. You can rally. I've seen you said that, that same year. I ruined I ruined New Year's and I ruined uh, St. Patrick's Day for myself both years or both uh, both holidays. So One I, of the greatest learned drinking holidays I ever had. I went to St. Pat I went St. Patrick's Day in Chicago with uh, with some family. Or new Oh, I did oh, New Year's. I did St. Patrick's Day in Chicago and then I did New Year's in Chicago one year nice. as well. That New Year's in Chicago, I <clears throat> I don't know the entire story of that weekend, but it was a great time. I'm sure. And I'm sure <laughs> it, it gets re- relayed to you later. It was a lot of fun, yeah. It but was. also, just the last part, I appreciate you guys letting me come on. Um, I had a blast with you guys on our podcast. Thank you for letting me join. I mean, seeing your guys' studio literally makes me have the the drive to get what I want to have. So I appreciate you guys having me on and kind of giving me the motivation to have this for myself. We're thrilled you're here, man. This is a lot of fun. Uh, I definitely enjoy listening to your podcast. I found I found your show through uh, 
uh, Mark Fultz and Jesse Riddle, right. uh, a couple of Great friends guys. over here. They're hilarious. They're going to come on. They're going to come on more often too. Because, um, like I said, with my with my job, it's actually opened it up to where I can do more shows throughout the week. So, like, if somebody's scheduling doesn't work out for Sunday, I'm free Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then even and most evenings as well. So it's it's there's going to be a lot more content in 2019. I'm going to say that for sure. Very and a lot of more on on location content because I've got some gear coming for that. Nice. And yes. you've got uh you, you yeah, you've done some live shows in the past yep. as well. Man, our hundredth episode, we, we played in front of fives of people. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. We are coming up on our hundredth. This is episode ninety three, and we've been kicking around some ideas for the hundredth. We haven't figured out what we're gonna do yet, but we do need to make it special, Dakota. Yeah, yeah. the 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 hundredth episode was a very like it was a great dry run on figuring out what does work and what doesn't work. Uh, don't do a live show and go 50 miles or 100 miles away from home where all your friends and family are nowhere around because then none of them are going to show up. Because <laughs> uh, we met some guys in Cincinnati that had a uh, had a bar that was uh, a, a live venue, and they were like, yeah, sure, come and do it there. And I was like, yes, perfect, we're going to do that. The, I mean, the content of the show was great, but... But you didn't it, bring your crowd. No, and there was uh, the board was from probably... 1982 and uh, didn't work with the mobile recording stuff. So it just sounded awful when we put it up as a podcast, but the actual event was hilarious. Great time. Um, it was the um, pointless discussions podcast. They're hilarious improv guys. And it was a fun time. So I, I, I suggest you guys try to do a, a, a live show Maybe we'll and I'll fill, give you, I'll give you guys some pointers. Maybe we'll fill uh, Newcastle Chrysler Fieldhouse. That's only 10,000 people. Easy. Easy. You could do that. <laughs> Dakota, final thoughts. Half the city. <laughs> if Steve uh, Alford can do it, why the hell can't we? That's my final thoughts. First things, I want to point out how much Jeremiah has drifted over this way. You're now sitting in the middle of the table. Get closer, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I'm on a cord on the other side. <laughs> You're just a magnet. It's hilarious. I looked over. At one, you, I love you, these new You mic really stands. like people being I, close to you. Yeah, I looked over a minute ago, and I was like, this whole mic stand is like fully extended. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah. My, uh, I'm my, just showing off the versatility we have in the equipment. Yes, yes. Very professional now. These are a little nicer than the ones I have. They're brand new. After we did your show, Dakota bought them. That's awesome. Because the, yeah. the they're I not that up, expensive. No, I show up and they're, uh, we've got these. Uh, so my final thoughts, I want to uh, make sure to plug the Patreon again. Like I said, we did restructure it. It is better than it was before. So if you uh, went on there... And better you, as in we don't have to live up to any standards or send you things. I still have to send things. There's, there's, other, there's different bonus stuff in there. like <laughs> Different perks. Yeah. It's easier for Dakota to Different minister. perks. Well, so before we had like... Well, we didn't expect anybody to be donating at like $50 levels and stuff, right? And we have four people who donate at $50 levels, and they're incredible people. Thank you very much. And they... Uh, Part of the thing that was promised was getting sent merch every other month, which and, wasn't a and big babysitting deal. babysitting their kids <laughs> on, on a Saturday night. It wasn't a big deal to promise that because we, we had the Vistaprint promo boxes, and then they started getting crappy, right? Like, the here's the secret about Vistaprint promo boxes. The All first month is owners. great, and then after that, yeah. you don't like them? Yeah, and it just continually goes downhill until you're paying twenty five dollars to get sent a mouse pad and some uh, some post it notes, some really horribly made brochures that don't even have your right cell phone number on it. Yeah, get out of here, Vista Print. Yeah, and so we're, it was like, well, we have to cancel this. Now we don't have the things that we promised to send these people, and you know, you, you reach out, 
and you know they they're not signing up for Patreon to get stickers and stuff in the mail, right? Right. And so it worked out. So then it was like, well, we need to compensate. I'm like thinking going into 2019, we need to make sure that this is actually worth people's money. Like these people are doing a great gift and a great service to us by donating this much money. Let's make it worth their while. And so I sat down today and kind of looked at other podcasts, Patreon tiers, and was like, we can actually do this. This is very easy. I, d- to I definitely need somebody on my team that's uh, willing to do that because I do. I do pretty much everything else. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> if somebody could work on the Patreon, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> We need somebody to work on Instagram. I'll work on your Patreon if you do our Instagram. Dude, I've got a guy, man. I've got a guy. He's, I mean, Johnny that has joined the podcast has really taken over the social media, and it's just made it way more interactive. People are actually... Like, I love the polls. Yeah, they're traveling to the page to actually see the stuff that's on our page, which is cool. And it's showing yeah. up in their feed because of the algorithm. If you click on it, you're yep. going to get shown it again. All right. I'm done. I That's just wanted to pitch that again. I want to congratulate Travis White real quick. He's the new editor of the Henry County uh, Courier Times, Newcastle Courier Times, friend of the show. Travis is on very early and uh, longtime friend of ours. So congratulations, Woo! Travis. Travis. Come a long way, but it's uh, it's pretty exciting. Uh, Mason Roddinghouse is in the chat. says, if you donate $50 or more, you can enjoy a monthly dinner with Jeremiah and Dakota. Um, Not true. Close, but no cigar. Close. No dinners. If you go a hundred dollars a month, I'll eat dinner with you once a month. Why the hell not? If you, if you go a hundred, I'll do that. We don't have a hundred, but you have to buy. <laughs> you have to pay. I'm not going to pay you're out gonna, of my pocket. You're pay cash. Yeah, you're paying for the dinner too. But I'll go with you if you meet Honestly, me at the club on a Wednesday night. I, I think our twenty five dollar tier is the best value we got, and we have a special What's included in that. Uh, there's a. It's a huge list. Oh, list. Okay. Yeah, you got. That's a horrible. Gotta, gotta look. <laughs> Always Hold going on. to fifty. Hold on. We have a. We do have a promotion going on from. Tomorrow at noon through January the 10th. So tomorrow being Friday to Thursday, January the 10th. Uh, if you sign up at the $10 level, then you get that postcard I was telling you all about at the beginning with a handwritten note and signed by everybody on the crew, uh, which is usually... Does that even count Guffy? Yeah, it does. Oh, shit. Producer Chris? Yeah. And that, yeah, that is usually at the $25 and up tier. But if you sign up... $10 a month right now, well, tomorrow at noon, <laughs> Yeah, then you can get Not in on right that. Now. You Let's can sign up now. We'll, we'll roll you in. Patreon lets you do these uh, these promotions, but you have to schedule it and promote it a day in advance. I don't right. know why they do it. If you go $150 a month, I'll give you a reach around. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for I was waiting a for month? that. I was waiting mm. for that. Been a minute, so it's minute, one, a month. <laughs> it's been one a month. It's it's been a minute, Chase. Hold it's on. It's one a month. Five hundred bucks he's, he's, gets you three times a month. <laughs> you I choose can't wait till somebody where. takes him up on this, Chase. Chase uh, Brent wants that wants to make sure that you drop the f bomb on his thank you note. <laughs> People he, like you. I don't know why, but they do like you. You sign up at seventy five dollars or more, then you get to be a guest on the show. Any Thursday of your choosing. Any Thursday? Oh, yeah. that sounds great. I mean, obviously, we're going to give them, Schedule it out. We're going to say we have we have shows picked a month in advance. Anytime after that, take your pick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this has been fun. I appreciate it. Guys. I donate monthly now to the Juice in the Morning podcast because I How appreciate much? it. I, well, he has a very affordable plan. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
very important. <laughs> Anybody listening to this, go on there. <laughs> dollar a month. He signed up and like, you know, it's a dollar a month. I'll give him a dollar. Ninety nine cents a month. Yeah, wow. my mom won't even do it. <laughs> my mom won't get on mine either. She's ridiculous. Jeremiah's mom, mom gave us four yeah, my, stars. I was gonna say my mom gave me four stars, and I had to go back <laughs> and be like, was like, you I'll... don't understand. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, I will make a monetary donation, but I have too many things coming out of my bank account monthly. <laughs> and I was like, ninety nine cents. <laughs> Your mom gave us four stars. Yes. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I had to go back and be like, uh, she said, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> You're not as good as Rogan. But no, yeah. no, they can uh they can go to anchor.fm slash juice in the morning and you can I think it's donate ninety nine cents uh a month. There's four ninety nine, I think, and then ten ninety nine. I think I get like twenty three percent more of the income if somebody does ten ninety nine, but haven't got anybody there yet. But we've got three people that's already done ninety nine cents. And like I said, I just started this two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, we're we're actually making money for the first time ever, and it's not just a money pit where I'm just dumping all of my uh, extra expendable cash into gear We've had and our Patreon stuff for like that. A year, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it takes some time yeah. to build it up. It does. <laughs> very cool. Well, we're very appreciative of everybody that watches. We're at an hour and a half in. Plus, there's about fifteen twenty minutes of bonus content yeah, on the Patreon side. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not you. It's me. Trust me. We do it every. We we're not as tidy as we want to be. We promised we would get better. Listen, every show you have me on is just gonna it's gonna, it's it was, gonna go off the rails. It was Chase's question about the Christmas gifts that really <laughs> threw us off. It wasn't on the list. All right, next week Liam Perino uh, of the Catfished. <laughs> he's applying to be on Catfished. He's not. That's awesome. He's not going to get the job. The TV show. Yeah. I think they already told him no. He wants to be a co-host. You, are you doing the show? Are you, <laughs> like you, you self inviting? Maybe I might show up. I might show up. You're showing up. Me, Chase, and Kyle used to watch Catfish. All the time. Yeah. Dude, I, all right. I wish we had more time because I have a Catfish story. But oh, God. We'll hold, we'll hold off. Hold it. Because we'll, we'll do time. it again. We'll have you yeah. back or you'll have us back. Yeah, and we'll for talk, sure. We'll talk about it. All right. This has been fun. We will see you all next week on episode 94. I'm waiting for the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.